Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Batman number 180, cover date May 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Gil Kane and Murphy Anderson, edited by Julia Schwartz. Featuring Death Knocks Three Times, written by Robert Kaniger, art by Sheldon Moldoff and Joe Giella, and Our Army at War, number 167, cover date May 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Joe Kubert, edited by Robert Kaniger, featuring Sergeant Rock in Kill One, Save One, written by Robert Kaniger, art by Joe Kubert. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! Batman and Robin stop a crook in a skeleton costume called Death Man. The crook boasts that he will escape justice, but he is sentenced to the electric chair. Before leaving the courtroom, Death Man appears to have a heart attack and dies. Batman is haunted by Death Man's boasts that he could escape justice. When a report comes in that Death Man has returned, Batman's fears are realized. Meanwhile, in World War II, the members of Easy Company discuss which of Sergeant Rock's battles was the roughest. Sergeant Rock recalls one encounter when a sniper was taking shots at him. Rock fired back and hit his target, discovering that the shooter was only a kid. When another child soldier attacks Rock, the sergeant refuses to fight back and allows himself to be taken prisoner. Confused? Don't worry. I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. My last day on earth is fading Knock three times on the ceiling if you're death, man. Do, 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 do. No, uh, I didn't think of any more words beyond that. Oh, my darling, knock three times doom, doom, on the ceiling if you're dead. But you only knock two times. Mm. Knock three times. That's because the doom, first one doom. is, is uh, over the top of his singing. You Are can't you sure? sing it and go, yeah, do it like that. Go, oh, oh, my darling. Oh, my darling, knock three times. That, got it? No, it goes knock three times. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, because it'd be like, oh, my darling, one, two, three, four, five, six. On the ceiling, that doesn't work like that. It does. Not, yep. No, it doesn't. Not three times, but on, on the, the ceiling, ceiling, if you want. No, it doesn't. It. Yes, it does. That's like when you used to tell
Funky Town. No, no, just. Oh, won't you take me to a place called Funky Town? And then I was like, no, it goes. Won't you take me to Funky Town? It's five four. Won't you take me to a place called Funky Town? These are the kinds of things that we argue about over the years, and they're completely absurd. Well, I'm going to put that song in here, and I'll prove it to everyone. Uh, you're wrong. No. Nope. You're wrong. No. Nope. Okay. Hey, uh, Batman is fighting death, and the best thing about this story is the cover, because oh. it's not done by any of the people involved in the actual story inside. It's interminable. It's long. Um, but rest assured, listeners, we're going to make wonderful fun of this, and I have a whole list of things to talk about. Do you? Oh, look at my list. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, the cover shows Batman fighting Deathman, mm-hmm. who's saying, this is like if Arnold Schwarzenegger was playing Deathman in the movie, I'll be the death of you yet, Batman <laughs> and Robin. Honestly, that's the best script, best writing that there is in yep. the entire thing. Um, yeah. Covers by Gil Kane, who we admire for his of ability course. to draw Green Lantern's ass. Except that he's drawn Robin in, in a cherub-like face. With a cherub-like face. Well, Look Robin how fat is, his cheeks are. Robin is a teen. He's the teen wonder. He's a teen, but he's also extremely athletic and he's very he's very fit. This makes him look like he's like the Gerber baby has been <laughs> put on, on Robin's body. You've got to admit that, that the cheeks are a little... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's upside down. Maybe the blood has rushed to his head. Because mm-hmm. he's falling into a grave, which has already been dug <laughs> with a tombstone that says R.I.P. Batman. Batman and Robin. Robin. Yes. Requiescat in pace. Yes. Obviously, this is uh, uh, just a little theme, because no one could have prepared that grave site. So Deathman could have. Deathman could have. Uh, splash page. Not nearly as artistically accomplished as... But at least Robin is, is advanced in age to a proper look. Right. Um, sooner or later, we read, every mm-hmm. criminal, no matter how powerful, how clever, has been brought to justice by Batman and Robin. Now, for the first time, a nightmarish figure appears who slips through Batman's fingers like smoke, a macabre menace who seems to be beyond the far-flung reach of law itself. Listen for a sound you will never forget as long as you live when death knocks three times. I seem to recall that the a recent issue of, I don't know if it was Batman or Detective, but the Monarch of Menace was a villain that was not defeated by Batman and Robin, and it haunted Batman. I don't remember the Monarch of Menace today. He had a mask and a king crown on. And he was the monarch. He wasn't. A, he wasn't. Uh, his costume wasn't a monarch butterfly. No, he was an actual monarch. I mean, it was just as goofy as if it had been a monarch butterfly. Yeah, fur-lined crown, purple mask, cape. <laughs> <laughs> what? It makes me laugh. I'm so glad you're sitting to my left. Well, why? <laughs> because I can't hear correctly out of my right ear. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. You've got a blockage, don't I've you? Got a, got my, uh, my, my right ear is full of fluid. It happens to me every few years. Mm-hmm. In the summer only. Uh, I predict allergies. 
Oh, it definitely is. Well, the funny thing was about three or four weeks ago, I went off my daily allergy medicine uh-huh. because I was feeling great. And, and yeah. then about a week ago, I, my right ear filled up with fluid and I started to get dizzy. And I couldn't, you know how you, you, you hold your nose and blow your ear? Yes, you, you hold your nose closed at all of your mouth and everything and you go, crackle, 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 crackle pop, crackle, 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 stop. Um, only it's not clear in my ear, so it's weird. Well, it's like I'm under, it's like you have, when you have water in your ear and you hear things strangely. Except this is behind the membrane. Right. When I was in college, I had a terrible earache, and I went to the nurse's office where the nurse actually wore the you know white paper hat and everything. Like in emergency. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like uh, in all Dixie McCall in yeah. emergency. Um, someone's mowing the grass outside, by the way. So sorry, not our lawn. I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she filled a giant syringe, like a giant metal syringe with water, uh-huh. and stuck it in my ear and pushed, which shot a jet of water into my ear and cleared all the gunk out of it. It's like magic. Then Did it hurt? A little bit, but okay. it felt so much better after all this stuff was out. Okay. And then she gave me a prescription for drops, and she said... These are actually eye drops, but it's the same chemical formula for your ears. You could just put these in your ears. What? Right. And then she gave me a copy of the chemical formula (laughs) to prove her case. That. Oh, my God. And then you know what else she told me? Was she a nurse practitioner? I don't know what she was. She was super old. Okay. You know what else she told me? No, I... I, You know what? Can I just pause for... No, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. I'll tell you in a minute. She said, Bob, Funky Town is in 5-8. (laughs) <laughs> I was just going to say that um, I I have had the incredible fortune mm-hmm. to be with you as a partner mm-hmm. and married for 26 years. Yes. And it is a rare occasion when I hear a new story. Happy because we share watch. stories all the time with each other and we tell the same stories to each other over and over mm-hmm. and... Just, you know, in the right situation, it still makes us laugh. Mm-hmm. And I had not heard. I could just picture her with, like, I know, like, a metal syringe, you know. In my mind, it's the length of an arm. Yeah, it's know? like those things, those old-timey bug spray. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, why are you being so sweet to me this weekend? I don't what deserve do you mean? that. What do you mean? You've this just weekend? been so complimentary and sweet and obliging. Well, we're both working a lot. Yes, I, and you're doing a show right now. I am, and you're you're working. I know you're working hard. We both get up at six thirty in the morning, and our mm-hmm. days are very long. Mm-hmm. And I know how tired we, we've been. Very tired. Yes, and I just appreciate you very much, especially because like you've been cooking yes. really good food. You made that fantastic meal last night. It was so good. Yes, P.F. Chang's influenced. Uh, Chicken lettuce wraps. Yeah, it's great. So, anyway, um, I don't know. Why, why not be sweet? Well, I don't know. By the way, everyone, Matilda the Musical at the Old Opera House in Charlestown, West Virginia. Not Charleston. Charlestown. Charlestown. Two words. Uh, tickets available now. Anyway. Let's get back to the comics. Yes. You didn't come here to, to listen to us be no. sweet to each other. Bruce Wayne, millionaire playboy, and his protege. Is that what we're calling him now? Uh, sure. Why not? 
Uh, Dick Grayson, our guest at a penthouse showing of Gotham City's swankiest gem dealer. Right, the gem dealer show. Now, what I will say about this story is we do get a lot of glimpses of Bruce Wayne's private life. I'll say. Which is not obsessed with, like he's just doing normal millionaire playboy things, not secretly preparing or undercover observing. Yeah, he does a lot of lounging around with Mm -hmm. girls. He's mm-hmm. always got three girls around him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so we're at this gym collection called the Rubies of Fire Collection. Yeah. And the uh, wealthy gem person, not gem collector, is it a gem collector? Auctioneer, Auctioneer, we'll Auctioneer say. Asks Bruce if he could use his beautiful ladies to, um, to model these precious gems. Well, why don't you ask the ladies? Why are you asking Bruce? Well, because it's 1966. Anyway, inverse death man. He's wearing a full body skeleton Halloween costume. Yep, and a mask. And uh, Bruce and Dick have to figure out how to get away to stop this crime from happening. So they decide to go into a side room. Yeah, and change out of their clothing into their costumes. Well, I imagine their costumes are on underneath. Yeah, I don't know why they keep the cape though and the cowl. Oh, it compresses underneath their clothes. Okay. That's common uh, superhero yes. dress sure. sense. Okay, I'll look, yeah. They decide they can't burst back into the room lest anyone be shot by a ricocheting bullet. Uh-huh. So they decide to head out the fire escape. Uh-huh. 20 stories 20 down. 20 stories down. Only too, real, too late to realize that it's a fireproof building, so there is no fire escape. So... Right. Okay, so... Fireproof building, and I, I yeah. wrote this down as my my third note. Right. Uh, so the first note was just like, okay, gem gem show. Okay, yep, that, yep. that scan, sure. And um, the thief enters, you know, dressed in the skeleton suit, and mm-hmm. he's got his henchmen, and they all have black masks on. Fine, whatever, you know, nothing really special about that. Fireproof building, right? Okay. So that would I, I, that would have to mean that the central escape system in the building was fireproof. Yes. Right? Like, they, they, they basically took the fire escapes and moved them to the inside of the building and engineered the building in such a way as that fire could not get through those those doors. Well, every building has an internal fire escape called the stairwell. Yes. Which is not going to help you if there's a fire inside the building. Well, now, neither of us is an engineer, but if you think about it for a second, right? Right. You, I, I, fireproof escapes inside the buildings are not made of wood but these old tenement houses are not tenement houses but these old historic buildings that have fire escapes on the outside Mm -hmm. often have stairs that are made of wood and therefore those will be flammable right however if we look at the gem auction this entire room is surrounded with red tapestry which, which is, is not fire. Which is not fire. It's flammable. Right. right. I'm just saying there should be some kind of external fire escape system. What if a plane flies into the building? But Too you soon to bring that up? You don't see that on modern structures. You don't see that on high rises. You don't see any sort of exterior escape. I suppose. Mm. I know. I really, my, my first, when I first saw that, I thought, oh, that's stupid. Of course they're going to have a fire escape. And I thought, well, wait a second. Modern skyscrapers don't have fire escapes instead what this building has is a flagpole sticking out of every floor luckily for batman with that well that's so that um people who are trying to first of all 
Batman's initial escape plan is to slide down this pipe. Okay, so sliding down a pipe could potentially work if it's a steel pipe. However, there are anchoring mechanisms throughout the pipe all along the way in the brick building. So right. it's not like you just hang on and slide down. There's There are going to be these... These, these barriers that you encounter every t- 10 feet or so, you know, right. because <laughs> you really put a lot of thought into this. Well, I, I got about nine and a half hours of sleep last night oh, um, that's great. because these pipes uh, conduct water down and of course it freezes and snows. Uh-huh. And so the pipes have to be reinforced and attached to the building because they get heavy with ice. Right. Uh, Sometimes completely filling up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, nonetheless, luckily, there are uh, flagpoles all the way down the building because they ran out of pipe. Yes. That's what she said. Ah! Um, a lone guard is at the base of the building to stop the criminals, but he gets shot. Batman and Robin land on the street with their acrobatics off of the many flagpoles. Well, I don't know why that lone guard was just lying down on the job like that. He's not lying down. He got shot. At that moment, a lone guard valiantly tries to hold the escaping gang led by the eerie leader. Yeah, see, the henchman is shooting him. Oh, I see. He shot him down. Pow, pow. Pow, 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 pow. Okay, all right. Um, Batman and Robin arrive in the nick of time. Another thing I don't like about this story. Mm Mm-hmm. An excessive use of quotation marks. <gasps> you thief of what? my criticisms! I have criticisms too. Oh my god, but you're. Ne- oh! I wrote here. God, the air quotes. Waltzing partner. Sting. Bold. Alley. Playing. Hurt. Something. A hut god. What, what's a hut god? I don't know what that's a called. A what? I have no idea. Where do you uh, see that? Uh, it'll be on the next page okay. when they, you know. Um, um, yeah, and there's no reason for these quotation marks. I know! This is oh, like, hot rod, hot rod. Sorry, yeah, hot rod. this is like when people put on their signs, like their business, since 1984, in right. quotation marks. That's yes. not a quote. That's just actually that's how just long your business is. Right. So let's let's read a few of these things okay. with the air quotes. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, this so is, here, this is Death Man. Uh, what page are you on? I'm okay, on you're in the fight. You're in the fight sequence. Okay. Squash those bugs <laughs> till they've no more sting left. I'll do Robin's. Uh huh. Bet my waltzing partner's jaw is harder. Uh oh. Sorry, I bowled <laughs> one into your alley, Robin. <laughs> Mistakes happen, Batman. Don't stop playing on our account, right? Fellas. Okay, so and let's also talk about right, another one of my notes here. Yes. Is the word gunsel. Gunsel. G U N S E L. Gunsel. 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 And here it is again. Gunsel. I have never seen that word I before. I haven't either. What is it? It means a. Uh, oh no! Oh, it's just a, 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 a thief who carries a gun, or, or somebody who carries a gun. Um, is it like a cell sword? Uh, a, a criminal carrying a gun is a gunsel. Huh. Huh. It is a. Oh, good God! <laughs> what? Um, okay, so etymology. It's from Yiddish. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Gunsel or Gosling. Wait, here's another. Another. Oh, my goodness. Here's another definition of gunsel. Uh huh. Are you ready? Yep. 
from Yiddish, Genzel, or Gosling, from Middle High German, Genzel, diminutive of Gans, or Goose. Slang, a synonym of catamite, a young man kept by an elder as a usually passive homosexual partner. Oh! <laughs> seduction of the innocent, indeed. Do you know about Seduction of the Innocent? No, I do not. Oh! Well, it was a book in the 50s by Dr. Frederick Wortham. Okay. And he, uh, the book was all about how terrible comic books were for children. So he was oh, okay. all against the, uh, you know, gross and death and violence and things in comic books. But also... Was this before the Comic Books Code Authority? Yes. Okay, this okay. was why the Comic Books Code Authority was established. Okay. But he also had a lot to say about Batman and Robin Oh. living together as single gentlemen. I wonder if the author was somehow secretly homosexual. Oh, of course. I just assume so. Yes. Like all those um, evangelist uh -huh. creatures who yep. are so, so, so out against gay yep, people. Yep, yep. They're usually having sex. Have you heard about that guy that's running for governor of Mississippi? Who will not be left alone with a woman? Who cannot be, who's promised his wife yes. that he will not go anywhere be left alone with a woman? Yeah. Is it because he's a lecherous old monster? and, and He's not, oh, he's like 30. Well, he's just monster, an idiot. Yes, yeah. uh, I guess he's not. He, he's apparently he's not mature enough. Oh no, he's afraid that a woman enough. will just uh, accuse him of sexual harassment, and he'll have no witness. Because that's what women do. Right. Uh -huh. Excuse me, women just like they just yeah, wake just, up one day and say, "I'm going to ruin this man's yep. life." Because that happens all the time. Right, seriously, no, no. <sighs> I hate the world. I hate Sometimes everything. Sometimes I just want to murder the and earth. And everybody. Right. Not you. Not you. No, no, no. I know you, we don't really, really mean what we're saying. We're just no, no, no. Sometimes things like that just make us so angry. No, but I do hate everybody, though. <laughs> anyway, Batman uh, captures Death Man. Yes, and apparently now I could not hear Death Man's laughs in my head. I because of your ear is... Plugged up. Yes, I just couldn't. So he said, uh, this is important. He says, ha, ha, ha. Do you really think you've captured me? You've nothing but the black shadow of death in your hands. I can drift right between your fingers like smoke any time I wish. I was thinking that maybe Batman would close his eyes or blink or something and he would disappear. Well, Death I don't know. Batman's got a pretty firm grip on that manly torso of yeah, Death well. Man's. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, Batman is confused. I've never heard any criminal so confident of escape. Uh, I think he has, but... And then we come to the trial. Ha, 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 ha. This... No. Is yes, disgusting. Well, first of all, I, his his costume is grafted onto his skin and cannot be removed. Now, I did appreciate that explanation because usually you see these super criminals in court or in jail with their still mask. in their costumes and masks, and nobody's bothered to take off. So, I do appreciate learning that in fact this costume cannot be removed, which means it probably smells. Unless he oh, bathes yeah. in it and with the dry, uh, uh, gross. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the <sighs> jury unanimously found him guilty, so the death penalty is mandatory. The death penalty. He would have been tried for robbery and attempted murder. Robbery and attempted murder. Well, and I they don't know. Grant, maybe, they that, maybe that uh, guard died. They didn't say that he killed him. Well, maybe they said they, he went to trial. Right. And. I, I'm assuming it's robbery and attempted murder. So he's sentenced to death? Well, that's the rules. Jury unanimously finds you guilty, you're sentenced to death. That should be the way it is. No appeal, no nothing. Just that's just. A matter of 
hours after he was captured. He it goes is a to convention trial. the writers have used to just move the story along, so that which I use as a very liberal sort of thing to say because are generous because they are not moving the story <laughs> along here. But they're they're like okay, so he's going to die. We have to find yep. a way to get him to die. Uh-huh. So we're going to sentence him to death. Yep. Right? Let's sentence the man to death. Then he falls. Then he falls. Then he falls dead of a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, right there in the courtroom. Next day, he's a good little actor, though. Uh huh. Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are down at the tavern on the green in Gotham City. Yes. Um. And says, and so one of the girls says, Bruce, Bruce, darling, you're not with us. And the other girl says, That's obvious, darling, isn't he, darlings? Apparently, all the girls are named darling. Rob. What? We don't come from money, so we don't understand that all rich people use the word darling. Right. To That's... end their sentences. That's just a, a term sure. of endearment. Yeah. Remember um, Paris Hilton's famous catchphrase? No. Nope. That's hot, darling. I don't think that's what she said. Um, she said, that's hot. Uh, and then she also added darling, because she's rich. That she didn't say darling. All rich people say darling at the end of the sentence. No, contemporary sentences. rich mm-hmm. people don't even use terms of endearment because they're so rich they're above it all. No, but they do it like in air quotes, like, uh, darling. <laughs> so then, uh, I love this. He says, excuse me, girls, in the next panel. Um, I just remembered something I had to do. I'll be right back in a day or so. Charles, see that the ladies have everything they want. So the ladies have to sit at this table for a day or so? Yeah. Like receiving everything they want from yeah. this Charles. I've never heard of him before. Outside in the park, right? Yeah. So they're just going to sit there waiting for Bruce to come back for a day or two. What's well, not in the park? They're in that uh, fancy restaurant, Tavern on the Green. Yeah, they're going to have to wear the same clothes. Well, if Death Man can do it, why can't these beautiful? I just imagine ladies? him coming back in two days, and the girls are still sitting there at the table. Uh-huh. Like the, the, the table still has service on it. You know, they're still drinking their wine and having a lovely time. Their clothes are wrinkled. Yeah. Their hair has fallen a little bit mm-hmm. and their makeup's run because it was hot outside. Right. But the, Bruce told them to stay there. Well, what else are they going to do? They're women. They have no agency of their own. Not outside 1966. the influence of men. No. What would happen if somebody just picked up our, our, our podcast right now? And, and Well, we hope that happens. We hope every listener is <laughs> telling their friends and encouraging them to listen. I don't think that we, are, we endorse... Oh, they wouldn't. Okay. But we'll just say now we apologize to all women everywhere and all time. Yes. Okay. So now we get to the, the middle panel. The millionaire sportsman and his youthful ward hurry to the Batcave where? Uh, Batman is haunted by Deathman's boasts. He just can't get it out of his head. I just can't get it out of my head, man. So just to make sure, they go to the cemetery and dig up his grave. That turns yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and guess what? It's empty. He's... No, no, no. He says, it's not, because he says, I could have sworn. Well, it doesn't matter now. It's Deathman, all right, despite his mocking laughter at me and the law. The Deathman's still in the grave. Well, how can they tell they haven't opened the coffin or anything? Did they just throw his body down the grave? Well, maybe they just opened up the coffin and then stood back to look at it. I don't know. Oh, well. Nonetheless, Bruce continues to be haunted in his dreams by Deathman's mocking face, reaching to him from the beyond... Kind of like um, Betty Davis in Dark Victory. Yes. Prognosis, Prognosis negative. negative. Uh, Bruce's screams wake up Dick from a neighboring room. Now, Dr. Frederick Wortham did find a panel from the 1940s where Dick and Bruce were sharing a bed. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharing a bed? Sharing a bed. He had to look really hard for that. Right. Mm. Well, he didn't actually. It's pretty common. Really? Um... Anyway, bed. what? 
Why would they share a bed? Well, you know, they're single gentlemen. There's no lady in the house. Why wouldn't they? Just saves Alfred doing all that laundry of the sheets. Do you think Alfred changes the sheets every day? Oh, yeah. I wish we could get our sheets changed and washed every day. Well, I'll just we have to hire a manservant. Oh, it has to be a manservant. To buckle our sheets. Well, yes, we don't want a girl touching our sheets. What about Hazel? If we could find a Hazel? Oh, no, Hazel, yeah. That'd be better than a manservant, uh-huh. wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. She'd call you Mr. B. And she can cook, too. Yes. Okay. I'll get started on that right away down at the employment agency. Okay. Um, can we have a Spanish version of Hazel? Mm-hmm. Señor B. Señor B. Let's see. Mr. B. How about a, Señor I like B. A Eastern European or a Russian or... I speak Spanish. I want a, and I want a Hispanic uh, housekeeper. Okay. Can my name be Maria B. Maria or... That's racist. They're not all named Maria. Uh, Maria is a very common Spanish name. How about it doesn't matter. I don't care what her name is. I really don't care about it. I would love to have a Spanish housekeeper. Okay. We could talk. We could gossip. We could watch telenovelas together. Uh, We'd never get anything done in the house. Anyway. (laughs) Bruce and Dick. Wouldn't you love to have a Spanish housekeeper? I'd love to have any housekeeper. I know. I'm not limiting it. Oh my God, I'd love to never have to do housework again. Well... I just scrubbed the toilets downstairs before. I know, before and I, I appreciate that. Well, you vacuumed every all the I rooms did. downstairs. Thank mm-hmm. you. We have a guest coming tomorrow, don't we? We sure do. All right, let's get back to the comment. Uh huh. Sorry, friends. We're just having a good time here. Uh, was it something you ate, Bruce? N- no, something <laughs> I can't digest. <laughs> In air quotes. I think a change of scene will help me. Let's go to Jamaica. Do 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 do. Pop. Okay, so they go to Jamaica. Next, or a few uh, days later in Jamaica. Uh, Bruce is laying on the beach surrounded by three women who are feeding him drinks. And Robin says, this must be what they call dry land fishing. Ever since we landed here, Bruce hasn't been uh, hasn't been near water than the ice and the soft drink he's been diving Soft into. drink my foot. No kidding. Look at the girl dancing. I know. Fancy dance. She's doing that. My mom wants to do, 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 do. Over the radio comes news flash. Death man is struck and killed again, this time in Bay City. Bay City. Remember Bay City. B-A-Y. Okay. Okay. Uh, off Bruce dashes, followed by Dick. Dick's um, uh, scuba gear has gone uncolored, by the way. It was colored in the oh, top panel, right. and now mm-hmm. it's gone transparent. Yep. Yep. Uninked. Is that right? Uh, uncolored. Uncolored, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they jet back to the back cave, change clothes, and take off in their helicopter for Bay City. What a strange-looking helicopter, isn't it? Well, it's a batcopter. Mm. Um, I just think somebody didn't know how to draw the helicopter. Or actually, maybe helicopters look like that then. I don't know. Kind of. Um, Deathman and his henchmen were last seen heading for Route 66A. And now we get into the long, long, the long night of our of dark night of our oh. souls. Chasing, chasing, chasing. Deathman is driving a hearse. Nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman leaps out of the copter, hanging from his feet by from the ladder by his feet, mm-hmm. uh, drawing Deathman's gunfire. This reminds me of the action sequences we used to see in the 1960s and 70s on television. I mean, I wasn't born in the 60s, so... But, well, like, you know, all the great action sequences you would see, like, in Chips. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which also took forever to get through. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. My parents never watched Chips, but I loved watching Chips. 
And to hear that, do you, if you ever watch an episode of Chips, you will hear long, long chase sequences with those damn sirens. <laughs> so imagine being in the other room, reading a book, and your kids are watching Chips, and you yeah. hear that stupid sequence. And, and you hear the sirens the entire time. Along with that... Listen, there's only one episode of Chips that ever needs to be watched. What's that? The Roller Derby two-parter. Oh, that is so awesome. Ending with the celebrity-filled party at the roller rink. Yes, Sandy Duncan's in it, isn't she? No. No? Nobody as famous as that. Oh. Here comes Nancy Culp. (laughs) Cindy Williams is on the floor. What's your favorite episode of Charlie's Angels? Uh, the Miss, uh... Miss, uh, Chrysanthemum Festival Pageant. Hi there, hello, we're glad that you could show for the Chrysanthemum Festival Pageant. That's where Cheryl Ladd wrestles an alligator. <laughs> it's true. I know, I forgot about that, I thought it was a different episode. Nope, that's it. <sighs> okay, so Batman is, uh, hanging upside down, and he's attacking, and then he launches a smoke grenade. Yep. And, and then he falls on top of the car. On top of the car. At least he doesn't get run over. Smooth. Yeah. Uh, Deathman drives the hearse into a car junkyard. So there's Swerve. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? They're not in Bay City. It says Gotham Junkyard. Um, oh, that, oh we, we passed the thing. Okay, so I'll go to page 13. Uh-huh. You go, are you there where it says yep. Death Knocks Three Times? Mm-hmm. Look at the top yellow left panel. Yep. And, and read out loud. Uh, oh, crap! What? Don't curse. No, I didn't curse. I said crap. Where is it? Doggone it. There was a drawing error. I, I mean, I, I'm, um, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's on page 11, uh-huh. top left. Mm-hmm. As the copter, read that. As the bat copter glides toward bat city. Oh, I think that's just sloppy lettering. Yeah, sloppy lettering. It's supposed to be bay city. Nonetheless. I like to point these things out. Now it's in Gotham junkyards. They're not even in bay city anymore. It's been a long chase. I guess so. This story's interminable. Yeah. Um, we're not even halfway through, are we? I know. Uh, so they drive Batman, who's on the hood of the car, into the car junkyard, and then they keep trying to run over him. Swerve, 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 swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. But he pulls a Miley Cyrus and gets on top of the wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. Do we like her? Miley Cyrus? Um, she's okay. I mean, I actually didn't even know the melody of that song that you just sang. I just know that it is a song by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Um, I try to just stay on the edges of pop culture, you know. And as you know, I don't care about right, pop right, right, music right, right. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope the House Records Union won't be <laughs> mad at me for working without a card, but I had to take this job in a hurry. <laughs> None of those things need quotes, Batman. Nope. But he crashes the wrecking ball into the hearse. Knocks the criminals out. Deathman still has a gun. He does a nice tuck and, and roll. Yep. yep. Robin now jumps out of the copter. Whee! And swings down. I'm a little worried about Robin wrapping the line around his yeah, around he's his like ankles. bungee jumping. All he has to do, like like seconds, something has to go wrong, and he's and he's hanging there above these guys with guns. Or his feet will be cut off by yeah. the wire because it's not a bungee cord; it's and, just a rope. And are his little underpants are they or his outer pants? Mm-hmm. Are they? Guild or are they sequined? Yeah, I think um, probably sequenced would make more sense. No, there's nothing gay about that at all. No. Um, yeah, I don't know what that and is. And by gay, I like, don't mean I mean I mean like way over the top gay. Like 
let's have brunch at 11 a.m. on a Sunday morning uh-huh. and dish uh-huh. our way through politics on the weekends. I mean, I guess it could be chain mail to protect his private bits. but Green that... chain mail? I doubt it. Why not? Mm-hmm. But that would... Um... Then we would wonder why his whole costume wasn't chainmail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll Google that later. So Batman climbs into a steam shovel. Uh-huh. For what purpose? Uh, Just to have a place to hide? That's yeah. What, yeah. I'll roost up here in the steam shovel until they pass under me. I hope they don't spot me first or I'll be a dead rooster. Now there's a place they could have used quotes. Dead yeah. rooster. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <sighs> Batman surprises them jumping out of the steam shovel. Takes Always out jumping all... into fire. Always mm-hmm. jumping into fire. Takes out the henchman all by himself. Mm-hmm. Then goes after Deathman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deathman is captured again and falls dead again. Yeah. No heartbeat, no pulse. Batman again is haunted in his dreams by so the visage. This time we skip the trial, of course. Yeah. There's no trial. No trial because he's dead. And, and they, they, they drop him, him into the ground. They bury him in the ground. Yeah. Oh, look. Next day, he's back at Tavern on the Green. And those girls are still there. They did wait for him. Uh, yeah. Somehow they managed to be fresh. Uh, remain fresh. Do you suppose they sent away for changes of clothes? Well, they have... No, they all have little perfume things. They, those squeeze things with the perfume that yeah. they carry in their... The little, bladder, little air bladder flashes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, so they're having a show at the... Garden here because the friend has arranged for some entertainment. Yes, which is a swami in a glass case who's being buried under the ground. Yeah, well, let's go back one page for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're watching this from from the uh, uh, from the sides, uh, this friend is saying to Bruce, "And now for your entertainment, a man being buried alive." Ha <laughs> it's, it's just a trick to learn, Bruce. If you want to be alone with one of your cuties, or you could just go to your house with one of them. Do you right. really want to be buried alive with one of them? Mm-hmm. No. It's a little dark, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladies are nervous. Of course, as, as all ladies are. lap into minutes and minutes into hours. Dig him up, please. Nobody could have been buried for so long and still be alive. Well, of course, they've never seen That's Incredible. No. Uh, they do dig him up, and he's still alive because he's learned the ultimate yogi trick. Which slows the breathing and the heart rate Mm -hmm. until life itself can no longer be detected. I remember an episode of Bionic Woman where there was a man that could stop his heart. And he he did the same thing. He performed crimes and then he would pretend to be dead. Well, I remember, I mentioned That's Incredible. Mm -hmm. I remember, which was hosted by Fran Tarkenton. Sarah, no, no. No, she was on uh, Real People. All right, Kathy Lee Crosby. Kathy Lee Crosby and... John Davidson. Thank you, John Davidson. Um, and there was uh, an episode where they brought in a yogi who was put inside a an airtight box and did yoga. And his I remember he sweated profusely inside the box. His name was Yogi Kudu. Uh-huh. How could I remember that from my childhood? Yogi Kudu. And you know, Kathleen Crosby played, was the first to play Wonder Woman on television. No. In the television movie Wonder Woman. Yeah, so she wore a jumpsuit instead of the classic Wonder Woman. She costume. was a natural blonde. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman has dark hair. Did she, wear, did she, do, did she color her hair or wear nope. a wig? No, she had blonde hair. Blonde hair. I've got it on How DVD daring. and we can watch it. Oh my 
She fought, uh, I think it was Ricardo Montalban was the villain. Oh, he was a good actor. Hey, you know what? Hmm. What did we watch yesterday on telly? The Brady Brides. We did, didn't we? Wasn't yes. it awful? Uh, terrible. We, uh, in an unusual uh, turn of events, Bob brought this out, and I sat down and watched The Brady Brides with him, and he and I laughed our way through the whole thing. Oh, we made such fun of it. Of course, the setup is that Jan is engaged to be married, and uh, Mike and Carol are angry because Marsha's not married yet. They wanted Marsha to be married first because she's the oldest. How strange was that? So Marsha goes and hurries up and finds a guy and falls in love with him in two weeks, and they get married. They have a double wedding. Mm -hmm. And then they all buy a house together. Because they all live in California, and they're all relatively young in their careers, and they don't have much money, and they decide to live together. Right. That's the premise of the whole thing, Brady Price. So going back to this story, I'm sure one of our listeners is rolling his or her eyes and just going, my God, get back to the story. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you for staying with us. <laughs> so Bruce has an idea. What? He's well, going to he, go back. And... Yeah. He thinks that maybe Death Man is using this yogi trick. Mm -hmm. Can you do, you do yoga? Can you stop your heart? No, but sometimes I wish I could. <laughs> like when you're reading this Batman story? <laughs> yeah, just to get some sleep. Uh, they dig up the grave again, and it's empty! There's a note inside. <laughs> Dear Batman, since you seem to be spending all your spare time in graveyards lately, I'm, god dang it, I'm reserving this uh, underground suite exclusively for you. Signed, Death Man. You don't I, I, I had forgotten... I had stopped noticing all the, the use uh, of the quotes. quotes yep. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, there up on the ridge is Death Man himself with this new henchman. He yells at them. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I knew you'd come around to haunt me again, Batman. And so now I'm going to make you a genuine ghost. He so could have he said, said, he could have said, now I'm going to make you a genuine yeah, ghost. Yeah. yeah, they should be consistent. They should put... Quotation marks about the word ghost. We've got to do something about these squeaky chairs, by the way. I have told you I'd like to get rid of them, but okay. they're antique chairs and you won't let me do it. Because I, Aunt Lulu did the Aunt Lulu did point. the needle point on it. Now, needle. I didn't say you. we don't have to get rid of them in order to not use them here at this recording table. Uh, what are we going to do? Just line them up against the wall? Just, yeah. You know, just, you know, uh -huh. Why not? We need to have chairs for our guests. To sit on. Well, we need to buy some new chairs. Um, Batman is shot in the shoulder. Yep. Nonetheless, continues attacking the crooks. He wants to get the best of them before they realize he's shot. Deathman realizes he's been shot. Pushes Batman down a hill. They roll into Robin, who is knocked into the grave. Oof! Uh, Batman calls upon his bleeding will... Deathman taunts him, saying, Nothing can save you from death, Batman. He raises his gun to shoot Batman dead, and... He's struck by lightning. How poetic. Yes. Deathman is struck by lightning and also falls into the grave, on top of Robin, I guess. Uh, electrocuted and dead. Yeah. So they just leave him there. Yeah. They have no autopsy necessary or anything. Nope. Um, just bury him back up. Yeah. Like the end. Death Man was wrong, Batman says. No criminal is ever beyond the reach of justice. Even if it has to reach for him from the sky, Robin says. Yes, Robin could have said, even if it's God's justice. 
Uh, reach for the stars, because the stars don't have arms to reach down for you. <laughs> you reach uh, so. I never thought I'd be saying this, that I enjoyed a war comic more than Batman, but God, here I we are. Be right back with SGT Rock. <laughs> This is the G.I. Jive, man alive. It starts with the bugler blowing reveille over your bed when you arrive. Jack, that's the G.I. Jive. de toot, jump in your suit, make a salute. I had a friend when I was a child that loved war comics. You did? Yeah. And he, but he didn't know that SGT was short for Sergeant. Oh. So he would literally call Sergeant Rock SGT Rock. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Idiot. I'm not friends with them anymore. SGT Rock always looks sweaty. Doesn't he, though? That's an excellent uh, use of penmanship in the drawing technique. Yeah, it's very stylized. Joe Kubert, of course. Yes. Widely known for his war stories, but also the Silver Age Hawkman. Nicely done. Yeah. Sorry, I was clearing my ear out there. Um, we have these Sunday comic throwaway panels on the splash page. Where is that? On the splash page. Okay. It's two panels that we don't really need to understand what's going to happen in the story. Right. In the Sunday comics, we call those throwaway panels. Really? Yes. You know, often uh, you'll see on Sunday comics, the top row will be like the title and then a quick gag. Okay. And then the actual story starts. All right. All right. So that's what this is. Because many papers don't print those top panels. Oh. Okay. Title of this story is Kill One, Save One. Kill One, Save One. This is Sergeant Rock of Easy Co. I was listening to the combat happy Joes of Easy laying bets on me. Yeah, they spend a lot of time talking and laying bets on Sergeant Rock, don't they? Yeah, uh, they're betting about which of Sergeant Rock's adventures were the toughest. Yeah. Uh, Bulldozer thinks it's when he was... Riding the barrel of that Tiger's 88 that was tearing our dog tags off our necks while our heads were still inside them. My gosh. Um, and then we get a back, uh, what do you call that? A little flashback. Flashback. Yep. Of uh, Sergeant Rock jumping out of a building. Onto the, a tank. Ta- the, bar- the barrel of a tank. He literally li- lands that on it crotch first. first. Yeah. Plus... It's really, the, the barrel would be hot. Yeah. Yeah, because it's shooting mortar out there. Mm-hmm. Shells, yeah. I mean, I guess if Batman and Robin can jump down a 20-story building on flagpole, since Sergeant Rock could land crotch first on a tank barrel. Yikes. Because he's a sergeant. So I don't want to mess with Sergeant Rock. He didn't attain, attain that rank by not taking chances, did he? No, by jumping crotch first onto the hot barrel of a tank. And throwing Something a... very exciting about that, though. <laughs> okay, snap out of it. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, now he's throwing a grenade mm-hmm. uh, inside the tank, and it blows up. Yep. The end. Well done. Um, There's another one. Another one. 
uh, ice cream soldier thinks uh, it was when Sarge's hottest action was when he froze colder in a mackerel on ice. This is scary. I don't know how long he was in that ice because no. he couldn't he couldn't last more than a minute. Another flashback: Sergeant Rock is uh, crossing a frozen pond and he falls through the ice up to his shoulders. Up to his shoulders, he's trapped. And so Nazis on the other side start firing at him, also using him as bait because Easy Company, of course, is trying to rescue rescue him. But the Nazis are picking them off one by one. String Bean, Chucklehead, Mickey, they all got fired on. Wow. Uh, Bulldozer Ice Cream Soldier Jackie, Little Short Shot and Wild Man. uh, Boy, those Nazis look ugly, don't they? Well, they are ugly inside and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't like Nazis around here. No. Um, so Sergeant Rock wants to prevent hit the rest of Easy Company from trying to rescue him, so he dives under. Plunges into the ice. Into the icy cold water, mm-hmm. so that they'll think he's drowned and they won't want to try to come rescue him. And then when he's under the water, he sees a, through the ice the what appears to be the, the flashes of the, the rifle right. that they're shooting, the, the, the uh, machine gun. Now. So he, he swims toward the... That that the flash the flashing right so he's a little break through the ice. Now I'm no swimmer. Yeah, but he's wearing about fifty pounds of ammunition At around least. his shoulders under an icy river. Still has his boots on. Uh huh. He's not going to be able to swim up, burst through ice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Himmel, Vasis Los, Der Amerikaner Sergeant is verricht. What's verricht mean? I don't know. I'll look it up. Um. Anyway, Sergeant Rock does bust through the ice and uh, punches all the Nazis and saves Easy Company. Because Easy never gives up Easy. That's right. Um, just give me a second, I've almost got it. You know, Verricht means, no, that, that can't be right. I'm going to have to type in the whole sentence. Go ahead. Every now and then, you might like to hear something from us nice <laughs> and easy. But there's only one thing. We never do things nice and easy. We do it nice and rough. That's huh. Tina Turner. I know, I know, I know. Um, we never, ever do nothing nice and easy. I'm just stalling for time until you look this up. It's so weird. I cannot, I, I cannot, I cannot get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it's, I'm using it. It's it just all I have. I was like, der Amerikaner, der Amerikaner ist verricht. Yep. And it's, the translation is, the American is verricht. So I don't know if it is. Sorry. Is there two R's in verricht? Oh. It could be an inking error because um, it also suggested versicht, which doesn't come up as. Um, oh. Let's see. Verricht. Two R's. Nope. Uh, oh, maybe it's Dutch. Do, 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 Done. Do, do, do. Huh? huh? No, no, no. Uh, well, if anybody knows translation of Verricht. V-E-R-I-C-H-T. Going forward. Anyway, Sergeant Rock knows what his toughest assignment was. And yeah, it's so, none so, of he does, so he does like burst through the ice and defeat the Germans. Yeah. There, so, but he says, nope, that, these guys... The, use these two examples of some of my toughest um, fights, but they don't actually know what my toughest battle was. Right. The toughest fight I'd ever been in, I wouldn't admit to anyone, Mm-mm. was when he was captured by a, one of Hitler's werewolves, which were real things, apparently. They were uh, little commandos who were recruited to 
uh, work behind enemy lines. Really? Mm-hmm. Kids? Kid, uh, I don't. I mean, probably because it was 1944, so they were out of adults. Uh, so Sergeant Rock is traipsing through the woods with Pappy, who's an older gentleman mm-hmm. soldier. Mm-hmm. Pappy's holding a picture of his beautiful little family. Timmy, the oldest. Yeah. Sue, cute as a pubie doll. And this is, bang! Bang, he's shot dead. Yep. With the picture of his family in his hand. Yeah, he was going to talk about his son, Billy. Yeah, Billy, who was born a month after Pappy left the States. Yeah. So he'll never see Billy. Poor Billy. And Billy will never know his father. No. Uh, Sergeant Roth tosses his helmet into the open meadow that they're on the edge of and sees that there's a sniper up in a tree. Because the sniper follows the, t- the, the helmet as it bounces across the meadow with its gun. So he can look and see where the shot's coming from and sees it's in a tree. And so then Sergeant Rock takes his rifle and shoots into the tree. Rat-a-tat-a-tat. The sniper falls out of the tree, dead. And it's just a kid. I shot a kid. A kid. It's a kid. I shot I, a kid. I shot a golden child. <laughs> he is uh, golden. He does have blonde hair. This is awful. This is, he looks terrible. This is really good artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Haunting faces. Yeah. Um, he actually, he picks up the kid to try to get him to medical help. And that that's when he realizes the kid is dead. dead. I gunned down a kid. A kid. A kid. Yeah. Uh, it would be awful. It would be truly awful. Well, yeah. yeah. Suddenly, he feels a bayonet in his back. Another Nazi soldier, who's also a kid. Yeah. Kid, I'm a member of Hitler's own hand-picked werewolves, sworn to destroy every Americaner on sight. So, uh, this kid takes Rock prisoner, marching right. him through the jungles. It's not a jungle, because I'm assuming they're in Europe. And, and Rock is going through this whole sequence in his head, trying to think about how he could take advantage of this situation, how he might be able to grab the rifle, but then he's going to, you know, he's going to have to kill this kid, and he doesn't he doesn't want to kill the kid. So they get to a um, a meadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant Rock says, this is a minefield, kid. We got we can't cross here. we got to go around. And, of course, the kid's been trained not to trust. Right. You know. So he, he doesn't believe him. Then Sergeant Rock, he hits him on the head. Rather, the kid hits Sergeant Rock on the head, which sends his helmet flying out into the field. Once the helmet goes into the field, it sets off a series of explosions because it's a minefield. Right. The kid's uh, leg is hurt from the explosion. From shrapnel. Um, Kid says he's going to kill Sergeant Rock, but Sergeant Rock says, first let me bandage your leg, and then you can do whatever you want to me. Yeah, so he does bandage the kid's leg, but then realizes that the kid has taken out the pin of a grenade and is holding the grenade in his hand. So as long as he's holding it, it won't go off. But as soon as he lets it go, it'll go off. Right. Just then, they're attacked by a German plane, who doesn't know, of course, that they're... One that, of their you own know, it's an American right. holding them, a German, trying to get into a medic. So Sergeant Rock is running towards a farmhouse for protection, dives inside, the plane blows up the farmhouse... Sergeant Rock crawls out of the flames and sees that the kid is still inside. Yeah, he's calling for him. The kid is calling for him. Comrade, comrade, comrade! Sergeant Rock, Rock goes back into back the blazing into the fire. burning building yeah. to rescue the kid. Rescues the kid, pulls him up, and then as he pulls out, he's, he's got him in his arms and takes him out, there's a huge blast, and he realizes that the kid had thrown the grenade back into the burning farmhouse. Yeah. 
I couldn't kill you, not after you cared for me. Can they you do that in a giant accent? Uh, I couldn't... No. I couldn't kill you, not after you cared for me. They lied about you. Hitler said you would show no mercy. The Führer lied to us all. And the Oscar goes to... Oh, God. No oh. one can make werewolves out of kids. Just by arming them to the teeth. Easy, kid. Easy. This sort of thing still goes on. Oh, sure. Yeah. Now, this is how you tell a story. What is this? 14 pages? Short and sweet. A lot happened in here. A lot happened. Plenty of pathos. Plenty of flashbacks. Fleshing out the character of Sergeant Rock. Much more satisfying than that awful Batman story. That Batman story made me angry. It Well, you know, it did, too. You you and I were talking about it. I said, I'm going to go upstairs and read the comic and get ready for the podcast. I was just like, oh, you came in here and you said, where are you? I said, I am slogging my way through this Batman story. <sighs> well. Which gave me lots of fodder for criticism. Sure. I really enjoyed this Sergeant Rock comic. I did, too. I've you know, I didn't read... really care for these, these, um, these, these army comics when we started i didn't either i'd never read an army comic mm-hmm. except if sergeant rock happened to be teaming up with superman or batman or somebody right right but here we are mm-hmm. he's never too old to learn something new no we aren't although i am pretty old hey we managed to get through a podcast without captain butler barking up a storm terrific maybe we found our uh prime recording time yeah nine and a half hours of sleep or ten mm-hmm. hours of sleep and mm-hmm. then get up on a sunday morning yeah now all we have to do is Fix these squeaky chairs. I was going to say the squeaky chairs. Don't forget to find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your downloads from. Because I guess nobody's listening on iTunes. We only have like five listeners from iTunes. Are you kidding me? And all the rest are from That's how I get my podcasts. Well, I don't anymore. I don't like iTunes. Why? Well, because when I was What don't I know? What don't I know? When I was traveling all the time, you know, you can download the podcast right to your phone. Right. But I would do that, and then I'd get in my car for my six-hour drive and find that nothing had downloaded. It was trying to just stream it. And, of course, in those days, you didn't have free data, so oh I couldn't stream anything. Mm-hmm. It was a well, nightmare. If we only have five listeners on, on on iTunes, that must mean that the, I don't know about better podcasting applications. Well, we're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. There's another thing that people are using. We have listeners all over the world. Did you know that? No, I did not. Great Britain. No. South America. Estonia. I hope we didn't bore you today with our little sides. I think that's what they're here for. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we'll be back next week. Maybe. I can't. We might have to skip a week. We Why? Have su- we have such a busy weekend next we week. We have a dear friend from your college coming yes. to stay with us Monday well, night. tomorrow. She'll be gone by but the time. next weekend, Sissy's coming. Yes. With her new bow. Yes. So, we'll have to see about that. Yes. He's but a physicist. You'll hear, oh, maybe we should get him to read a comic and talk about the Do you think he'll do Adam. comics with us? I don't know. We'll oh, see. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, anyway, we'll be back sometime. Okay. Don't worry. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Bye. Bye.